This is a Variety Sports Network production. Now to your host. That's damn right, fool. On to your host. No one wants to listen to Brandon today. They want to listen to us. The Variety Sports Podcast presents, or the Variety Sports Network presents the seventh inning. You weren't ready for that one. Uh, my name is Logan Logan Stone, and as always, is is my co-host, the man I I get more shit from than my mother, Josh Edwards. Josh, how are you doing? I'm good, good sir. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, it's the most wonderful time of year. It's the greatest You're time right. of my. I love this. Free agency time of year. for hockey starts tomorrow. <laughs> The Blues will never get anyone in good, anyone good. So no, it's gonna be a rough day. But, the Blues no, it is trade season. I love trade season. I love the simulations that I make for myself. I play games with myself. I play with myself all the time. Um, I like to think of who's going where. Um, I think I last year I believe I did get. I think I got Joey Gallo right. So, I have a prediction about Joey Gallo. Yeah. It may be the same one, actually. I don't know. I'm going back and forth on this. So, uh, But we'll get into Joey Gallo in a second. Uh, he sucks. We'll get into Joey Gallo in a second. <laughs> no. But uh, I got a trades list. Josh has a trades list. We're going to only – tomorrow we are going to do a Cardinals uh, – who the Cardinals need to get. So we're going to limit our Cardinal talk today to at least the, the most one. Um, so if we don't talk about the Cardinals today, it's okay. Um, Josh, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, man. It's uh, been a while since I've seen you because we took an extra couple days off there because we had some things going on. Uh, oh, yeah. I went to a game yesterday. Yeah, you had beautiful seats, by the way. I'm super jealous. Oh, yeah. We uh, – so um, I'll tell – well, actually, you continue your thing about yesterday. So, so and then I'll go into my thing real quick. Uh, I just worked yesterday, and I took the night off because you were at the ball game. So oh, Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I went to the Rangers versus uh, Athletics game. Exciting, as always. Uh, actually, the game was pretty good. Um, Rangers gave – got like a 10 nothing. 10-1 lead, I believe. Uh, Corey Seager hit a moonshot. I mean, dead center. Um, Smith, jo- uh, Josh Smith, I believe his name was. Never heard of him. He's apparently a rookie. Got his first career home run, and guess what? It was an inside-the-park home run. So that was awesome. Um, and then the athletics in the ninth inning tried to come – eighth inning, they tried to come back. They put up six runs, I believe. And so they were – it was like 10-8, and I thought, oh, no, we're going into extra innings, aren't we? Um, but Rangers ended up winning. I I say this all the time. I love the Rangers when uh, they're bad. And uh, <laughs> it's just – it just hits different. Um, I don't know why. I, like, I want them to succeed, but I just love – I think I loved – being around real fans whenever I'm at Ranger Stadium and whenever I'm with real fans or whenever I'm at uh, 
Ranger Stadium, I never feel like I'm with real fans because I'm always having to hear someone explain what a double play is or why there are three outs, what goes into a walk. You know, some Ranger fans are just dumbasses, and I I hate those fake-ass fans. But I do love uh, real fans, and so that's what it feels like. Um, But next year they're going to be good, and I will root for them, along with the Orioles, who are three outs away from uh, winning the ninth in a row. Um, I have... I didn't actually take many pictures or videos, and unfortunately. But uh, so we got fr- uh, we had a friend who gave us tickets. Um, my my dad, my brother, my nephew, and I went, um, and it's called the StubHub Club. And underground, there's free food, all you can eat. There's steak, there's pork, there's pizza. The pizza was iffy. They had taco pizza, and instead of marinara sauce, they had sour cream. I was like, okay. So it was not good. Uh, but uh, And then you get to the seats and you can have whatever concessions you want. I had about 15 beers. Uh, so you drank your weight in beer. I love it. I wish that was my weight in beer. <laughs> I meant the ounces. Oh, so okay. Yeah. What were they? Were they pints? Yeah. 15 times 16 there, buddy. You ain't that big. Right. Anyways, listen, I don't do the math too much. I'm just thinking of how much I have to carry whenever I get a box. You're stats guy. Yeah, I don't do math. But anyways, um, even though I'm a stats guy. But yeah, it was a fun time. Uh, Beer concessions. Uh, Very important question. What kind of beer were you drinking? Globe Life is an interesting park. I don't know if I've ever... Budweiser. I don't know why I wasn't drinking Bud Light yesterday, but I, I felt like Budweiser. Bud heavy, baby. So, um, I don't know if I, I – but uh, so it's funny because obviously Cardinals have Ballpark Village. And uh, and then whenever the Rangers uh, built their stadium, they, they started stealing some – they have the exact same building as Cardinal Village. Or Cardinals Live? Is it Cardinals Live or Fox Sports Live, or Bally Sports I Live? Card- I think it's Bally Sports. Whatever Live the big building is. Big. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they got the people who built the ballpark village to build their little restaurant place. And I, I was laughing because I was like, "This is stealing from St. Louis." Anyways, but uh, that's the, enough of my. Stealing from the time. best is the best form of flattery. What? Stealing from the best is just another so. form of it flattery. It was just weird. All right, it so just I'm going to apologize good, to everybody. Was... Sorry to make you off. Oh, you're not. No, you're. Are you going to tell people that you're watching the game? Yeah, so when you see me look this way, it's because I'm watching a good baseball game at the same time while we're doing this broadcast. So that's what this is. See, I'm. By the I'm way, Albert's at the plate with two outs. I know. I'm watching the game too. Oh, and he just hits into a double, or not even a double play. He just grabs out. That you're ahead of me. Just kill it. Sorry. Well, you know what? You kill everything for me. Anyways, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Josh, I'm not going to get into that. Oh. Do it. Do it. Fine. 
So everyone's talking about Otani, and it's it's. Look, I understand why everybody loves Otani, and I love Otani too. Too. No, don't don't put this on a single thing. You're sharing this with me. No, I don't know what you're gonna say. So you're on your own on this one, buddy. Ah, uh, fine. Um, I don't know it. I'm a little bit sick and tired of people comparing him to Babe Ruth already. Um, I wanted to pull up his stats. And, oh, this is what really got me going is people were saying, oh, he's automatically going to win the uh, MVP this year because he plays two parts of the – or on both sides of the plate. And he's – how can he be more valuable than a two-and-one guy? And I'm like, look, yes. Is what Otani doing awesome? Yes. But I don't want Otani to win 15 MVPs just because he plays, he hits home runs and he pitches. Um, and it it just drives me crazy because everyone wants to. And look, listen. Yes, last year was he was awesome. He was unbelievable. I'm not trying to take away from that. He deserved it a hundred percent. I mean. Okay, for some reason my volume or anyways, the game came on on me and uh anyways. So last year he did deserve the um MVP in my opinion because he was I mean he had a 3 ERA and he had 40 plus home runs. 46 home runs, 100 RBIs. That's pretty amazing. And especially the first time we've seen it in what was it? 100 years since Babe Ruth actually did it. That's pretty amazing. This year, however, his batting stats are not all there. He's got a 256 batting average, 342 OBP, 491 slugging, 832 OPS, and a 133 OPS plus. That's pretty good. But, I mean, there are some other people who are just doing way better. Now, his pitching, he's doing really great. Um, he's got a... Uh, what is it? 244 ERA, 162 ERA plus, 243 FIP, 0.98 whip. Um, he's doing really good pitching wise. I just don't need, I don't, I'm so, I'm just tired of people saying, oh, Albert, or um, not Albert, Otani is going to win because just because he plays, he pitches any hits. I don't think that's fair to Otani. And I don't think that's fair to any of the other players in the league. And I don't think it's fair to Babe Ruth. And I don't, I'm not the biggest Babe Ruth fan. I don't think he was as good as everyone talks about, but we can get into that in another time. Uh, but I, th- I think it's just a little disrespectful for them to just make it to where they're, uh, where he's Babe Ruth, basically. Um, it's not really Otani who's pushing the Babe Ruth thing. It's the media. And it, and it's for good reason because he's the most exciting player in baseball. And baseball is trying to be exciting again. And it's just – and so the baseball analysts are forcing it down our throats. And I think there's going to be Otani fatigue now because people are like – there's going to be people next year, I guarantee it, being like, oh, Shohei's overrated. 
And I don't know if I can argue with them, basically. I don't think Shohei's overrated. I think he's being overhyped right now. And I just want to see him play. I love Otani. I, I went last year to see him play. And I I just wanted to I want to enjoy Otani without having to listen to 15,000 people talk about how great he is um, and how he's MVP already. Josh, do you have any uh, thoughts on that? So since I had no idea where you were going to go with that, I just knew you were going to talk about him. Um, I kind of actually agree with you for once. Um, in certain you say aspects, that, you say in that every aspects, time I go on a, on a thing. But the things I don't agree with you on make you irately upset. Um, the fact that you don't think Babe Ruth was as good as people say he was, um, that's you're gonna own think, that one. I'm not even touching that subject. <laughs> but um, I, I think you're right about the hype of Otani because I'm, I'm at the same point with it. I want to just en- oh, enjoy Otani. I mean, he is gonna be, and I'm gonna say this, you're not gonna agree with it, the quote unquote Babe Ruth of our time because he is a position player who pitches and he doesn't just pitch, he pitches well. Um, he's he's very good at both positions, and he can swing a bat. So yeah. I just want to enjoy what we have with uh, Shohei and and watch him develop as a player. My biggest fear is what you hit on, the fact that they're going to overhype him. Um, the expectations are going to be so, come so high, and he's never going to live up to the hype, and it's going to ruin mm. uh, his legacy for his career in the long term is my biggest worry about that. But, yeah, that's why I said I agree with you a little bit. I don't agree with you on other things. He, he's really, really good. He has batting's down a little bit this year. Still a much better than average batter. Um, I would take him on my team in an instant uh, for, for oh, yeah, his arm, for, sure. for his bat. Yeah. But, yeah, he's, the way people talk about him, they're so high. Um, they're going to make it to where he can't live up to it, and they're going to tarnish him before he even gets a chance to really cement his legacy long-term as long as he continues to do what he's doing now. Yeah. Um. And it's it's weird because he's only really pitched and hit a full season last year and this year, and it's not even a full season yet. But um, like in 2018, he won Rookie of the Year at a 3.31 ERA, good, 1.27 ERA plus, good. Then he skipped 2019, and then he had terrible numbers in um. 2020 and then 2021 obviously he went off so i i don't know i just i want to hold off before we start doing the oh babe ruth and then oh otani is the first person to hit two home runs and 10 rbis was also striking out 10 players like yes we get it he's doing he's the first it's the first time anyone's done it ever I get it. Um, I'm just let's just hold off a little bit. I love Otani. I don't hate Otani. I just want to hold off. Anyways, that's my Otani thing. Um, Josh, do you have anything you want to bring up before we go into the trades that are going to happen? Got to give an uh, an update on a living legend. Oh, God. Albert Pujols smoked two more home runs in the last few days. He's up to 685. He's 15 away from 700. Um, he made a statement that when they the Cardinals were on the road in Atlanta, he figured something out. Well, since that Atlanta trip, he's hitting like 400 plus, I think. My math might be a little off because I'm doing numbers in my head. But uh, 
he's been really good the last five games that he's played. So um, as a Cardinal fan, as a baseball fan, and because I like to see records get legitimately broken, I really hope he uh, gets really, really hot in the back half of the season and uh, hits for 700 home runs. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I hope he gets hot, honestly. just And uh, he's in the home run derby now, so that's interesting. We'll talk about that on Friday. Um, let's get into the trades. So, obviously, we're only going to do one. Deadline. Yeah, the trade deadline is coming up, and so trades are going to be coming in hot and uh, heavy. Uh, I got a few that I've selected. And I say a few, I have 15, I think, um, that I think are going to happen. Um, yeah. So, Josh, why don't you go ahead? Well, let me see here. Since you've already got a few, I'm going to try to pick off one of yours. Um, let's go with the Yankees edition. Okay. Um, I have read, and I can see this being a possibility. I don't know if they really need it. But um, I have read that the Yankees might pursue uh, Ben Attendi from Kansas City. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they necessarily – I'll be honest with you. If I was the Yankees, I'm not changing a dang thing. Maybe another bullpen arm. Maybe a, one more starter to have just for depth. But I'm the Yankees. I'm not changing a thing. A thing. Except for your left fielder. Or your right fielder, I guess it is. Yeah, but still. Yeah. I mean, do you want to, I wouldn't want to mess with the locker room chemistry at this point. And, and you know I'm a chemistry guy. So that's why with the Yankees playing the way they're playing, and with as good of a team as they have, they can overcome that deficiency. So I, I wouldn't mess with it just in fear of messing with locker room, locker room chemistry. But that's that's just me. Um, yeah. But, I mean, if I was Ben Attendee and the Yankees were looking at me, I would – I'd be thrilled at this point because uh, he might be getting a World Series ring and he gets to get out of Kansas City and play with a team that knows how to play baseball. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I had Ben Attendee going to the Yankees too. Um, I was kind of stuck between, between Ben Attendee and Ian Happ going to the Yankees. Uh, but Ben Ben Attendee has been the subject of a lot. And I think Ian Happ's price tag is going to go up is higher than Ben attendees. So that for that reason, I think the Yankees, um, they don't need to do much, like you said. Um, but piggybacking off of that, um, I think they do move Joey Gallo. Where to? This is what I want to hear you say. I want to say the Rangers because I think the Rangers are the only one that he's going to go to, or the Rangers are the only team that's going to get him. But in the same breath, I think they're just going to try to re-sign him in the offseason. And I don't think, and I don't think the Yankees' price tag on him is going to be high. That's not what I'm saying. But I don't think they're going to want to trade anyone just to get Joey Gallo for a half a season without the guarantee of him coming back for more years. So for that reason, I think he's going to the Phillies. I think they're trying to replace Bryce Harper. He's got a great defensive glove. 
Um, and I think maybe there's just, le- I don't know, well, not less pressure, but I think he's just going to have an easier transition than it was for Rangers who had zero fans at games to the Yankees who are probably the hardest team <clears throat> in baseball. Not saying the fan, uh, the Phillies are the easiest team to uh, please, but I think it's easier than uh, the Yankees right now. So you had the Rangers. Yeah, yep. I, I, I was close. I was thinking the Rangers too, but anyways, um, so who do you got next? Or why would what uh was there anything about the <clears throat> Rangers that you thought would push them to get Gallo this seat or this off or at the familiarity line? Just familiarity. Hmm? Yeah. They know what they're getting. Um he's he knows there. I mean it would just felt like it might work out. If Gallo had a no trade if Gallo had a no trade clause, I would say Rangers no no doubt in my mind. Uh, but, and maybe he'll still say it. They'll say, hey, where do you want to go? And he says, hey, if you can get me to the Rangers, that would be great. Uh, build up some, uh, try to erase as much of the last year and a half, or actually just a year, uh, yeah. as possible. And trying to get his market value back up. So, but who do you uh, who do you got next? So this is one that I really hope doesn't happen, and I fear it is going to. Okay. Luis Castillo to the Dodgers. Dodgers, yeah. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, uh, that one scares me. The Dod- <laughs> the Dodgers have the potential to be so good already. Um, they're going to be the favorite probably coming out of the NL anyways through the playoffs. If they get another weapon like that, oh my god, um, it's yeah. it's going to be so tough for everybody else to compete, even the Mets. So I mean, yeah, that one that one bothers me. I mean, it helps us. It just gets rid of more prospects that Cincinnati's or not prospects, but gets rid of more talent that Cincinnati has to build around for upcoming seasons. But Luis Castillo out there to LA, I mean, he'd probably fit well. To yeah. be honest. That's not something I want to see happen, but that's one I fear watching. Yeah, uh, the the news have been going around and saying those are the two big ones: Andrew Benintendi to the Yankees and um, Luis Castillo to the Dodgers. So uh, I didn't I didn't go any different from there because I think once the Dodgers have they've been looking for a starting pitcher ever since uh, Bueller went down and. Uh, Kershaw has been going down too, and they that whole starting rotation is a little bit flimsy. Um, so yeah, Luis Castillo seems to be the number one pick, and I don't, I don't think the, I think the Athletics just don't like the Dodgers, so uh, I don't think they're going to trade Frankie Montas them. Um, I'm going to stick with the Phillies because I have two other Phillies trades that I want that I think are going to happen. Man, you want the Phillies to be good, huh? I do. I want every team to be good. Um, so I think Carlos Correa is going to the Phillies. Whoa, where'd you get that at? I'm so, not saying you're wrong. I just no, haven't seen that one yet. So I, 
I was looking at there. So, like I said, this is my favorite time of year. And I, I did a whole bunch of homework. And I was noticing how every, like, the infield is just not hitting offensively. And we've been talking about it. They need defense. Well, you got Joey Gallo in uh, right field to replace Bryce Harper. Didi Gregoria and Gene Segura are not getting it done. Alec Bohm is not getting it done. Um, I think they're going to trade for Carlos Correa, eat up that contract, uh, or eat up the $31 million that he's getting paid this year. And if he opts out this year, then that, that's, that's good for them. They're, they're okay with that. Because guess what? They Then they don't have to pay him or whatever uh, for the rest of his salary. And he's he's going to opt out after this year, so it's not even a question. Um, but I think because Bryce Harper is going down for six weeks, eight weeks, and the Phillies are just really hot right now, they need Carlos Correa to balance that infield up and give him defense. And he's a platinum gold winner, so or platinum glove winner. So I got that. Why do you hate that one? Do you hate it? I like the Phillies. Well, yeah, I know you don't like you love everyone on the seventh inning stretch. No, the Phillies are a really, really good team. Um, I would have liked the Phillies better if they wouldn't fire. Would they wouldn't have fired Girardi? So that's kind of I got this little vendetta against them right now. Um, they're playing really, really good ball. They definitely need the help. Um, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with that necessarily. To be honest with you. It'd be a good yeah. pickup for them. Definitely uh, would help solve some of their issues. So that's a, that's a good pickup, though. I didn't even hadn't seen that and heard nothing about it. That's I'll give you cre- credit on that one. Yeah, uh, I think I think any of the Twins fans who are hearing that is like are thinking, "Oh, you idiot! He's not going to go. The uh, Twins are winning. It doesn't matter if they're winning. The reason why they got him and don't even act like it, not you." Not you, Josh. You're perfect in every way. Um, the reason why the Twins got him was to get trade prospects in a trade deadline scenario. They didn't think they were going to be winning the division right now, and there's no way that they think that they're going to be winning a World Series. They're barely get, barely beating the Guardians right now. Um, if the if the White Sox were good, and who else? Uh, Royals were as good as they were hoping they were going to be. Uh, they, this would be a different story, and it would be the easiest trade. Carlos Correa might already be gone. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think Carlos Correa to the Phillies. Uh, Josh, who do you got? So I got another one for the Yankees. Okay. Another Royal? You think Perez? No. Michael A. Taylor. Really? Possibly. Two I've seen rumors pillars. about it. I haven't not not both. One or the other. Oh, um, one. Yeah, I've seen rumors of both. Um, Twitter, you know, the all all ever seen eye of what's going on in the world. <clears throat> but uh, I've seen rumors of that too. Um, if they can't get Benatendi, I don't know why they would go after both by any means. But yeah. I mean, yep. just the Yankees. I hate the Yankees. I want to be good because yeah. it's good for baseball, but 
you don't hate the Yankees on the seventh inning. <laughs> we love everyone. I love the Cubs. Um, the only thing I feel bad for the Cubs. Yeah, since you brought I, them up. I feel like for all my Cub, all the Cub people out there, there is this mutual respect I have for Cubs fans. Um, respect the real fans. They, yeah, they are the realest of the real fans. Um, so I love Cubs fans. They're, they're fantastic people. Well, fantastic baseball fans. I can't say they're all fantastic people. Yeah. Um, but I feel bad for them right now. They're I mean, never sober enough <laughs> to see if they're good people. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Cubs fans, gosh. For the Cubs fans, I know that might be pretty accurate. But um, I feel bad for Chicago fans in general right now just because the Blackhawks are having a fire sale and the Cubs may end up having a fire sale now too. So – Chicago sports right now. You guys got to rely on the Bears and the and the Bulls. And Bears haven't been good since 06. And who knows what the Bulls are going to do. So I, I feel bad for Cubs fans right now. It's it's going to be a tough road for them, um, especially if they lose half. They lose Contreras, which God knows where Contreras could end up. Um, I mean, there's just – I'll be honest with you, man. I don't think this trade deadline is going to be so easy to predict because of the Frankie Montas injury – not knowing where Tyler Malley is going to end up. Luis Castillo could end up in L.A. We got yeah. outfielders all over the place. I mean, this – you want to do this episode, and I thought this was going to be really easy. And the more I looked at it, I was like, dude, this is going to be hard to be right. Yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah. is going to be tougher to be right than anything, and I don't like that. Yeah. I don't have to be credible. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's hard to be credible with predictions. So, I mean, we're just having fun. There's no there's – no, we're, we're not being realistic. There's – there's gonna be, there's hardly gonna be anything to that gets right. But this is just where we think, and it's it's good to like stretch your muscles, your mind muscles of like where you got to keep tabs on which team needs what and what team is so, selling, what team is buying. But anyways, what? So let me ask you this: Who do you think okay. the Brewers are gonna go get? Because the Brewers definitely need help if they're gonna win the Central. Well, I was gonna continue with the Phillies, but since you brought that up, <laughs> I don't want to talk about the Phillies. It was. Somebody else. So I have a three-player trade in head, in my mind. I don't know who the who they're getting back, or I don't know who the Brewers are giving up. But I think they're getting Jose Abreu, Lucas Giolito, and Joe Kelly from the White Sox. That would hurt so bad. I think I think Jose Abreu gives you a bat that you need. I believe Lucas Giolito would work well with that Brewers uh, starting rotation while Woodruff and Ashby and uh, is it? Uh, I don't know what the other uh, starting pitcher over there is, but Peralta, um, Peralta is down. Uh, I think he's going to give you a little bit more stability. And Joe Kelly is just another bullpen arm that you don't necessarily need, but you want. Um. Jose Abreu is a hard one for me, though, mostly because he's a first baseman. So I have him as DH. Um, maybe maybe having him as DH and Rowdy Telez as uh, – or, I mean, having Rowdy play DH and Abreu play first because I think he's a gold glove winner. Not 100% on that, but I think he is. Um, but, yeah, I think they're going to get – I think – that's kind of the trade they have to go after. Do you have anything on that? Man, this, uh, honestly, the Brewers are one of the ones where I thought about it and I was like, 
what are they going to give up to get what they need? And, and since we didn't talk about this at all, I didn't pick anybody for the Brewers. Uh, I couldn't think of who they would really be willing to give up except for um, – oh, not Telez. Who's their other big boy they got? Yelich? No, I mean – Adamas? Oh. Yeah. Narvaez. I thought they had another big guy. Oh, you're, are you Maybe thinking of Vogel, Vogelback? And he's with Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's with Pitt, Pittsburgh now. Never never mind. That takes away my whole thought. Because my thought was they'll trade one of the big guys away who can hit. Well, so I, I think I, I think the White Sox are just trying to get uh, prospects right now. Because I, I said it at the beginning of the year. They're uh, 29th. Yeah. No, 30th. The 30th ranked farm system in all MLB. Um, they, they're, they're just needing to rebuild because guess what? Whenever they have an injury prone team, they have Eloy, Eloy Jimenez, Luis Go, uh, Robert. Uh, they have a lot of guys who get injured and when you don't have any depth, you're kind of screwed. And it's a shame because it was such a good team last year and the year before. And then this year it's just, it didn't pan out. Um, shout out Tony LaRusso. I don't think it's really his fault, but Tony LaRusso is a topic that we're going to need to discuss soon, but, uh, not today. Um, so, so those are who I got, uh, who do you got, uh, next? So <clears throat> I want to talk about guys who I think are going to get traded, but I don't know where they're going to go. Fair enough. Okay. okay. I'll see if I have have any of that. I want to bring up guys and you tell me where they're going to go because I'm okay. going to be better off at this because you got a little more research than I've had okay. in the last week. Oh, yeah. son of a gun. God dang it. Sorry, guys. Um, it's top of the ninth, and Freddie Freeman just hit a home run. Dodgers are down one with the Cardinals. No outs. <clears throat> Gallegos gave it up. Anyways, um, Noah Syndergaard. Where really? do you think he ends up? I don't know if they can – I don't think they can get rid of him. I keep hearing talks. Every, I hear on – I've heard it on two or three different sports talk shows. Um, I've seen rumors online that – and I don't I don't think he'll go to St. Louis, but I keep hearing St. Louis keeps getting brought up. I don't see him going back to the New York to the Mets. No. I don't see him going to Houston. No, I don't the, see him going to Minnesota. I don't think he's going to go to the AL East. So with his name keeping coming up and nobody can lock it down with except for, well, St. Louis might be in the running for him, which I don't think they are. I don't St. Know Louis where is always in the running, though, for those things, it seems like. Um, oh, yeah, but anyways, what were you saying? Before what you say, I just don't know where he would go. I mean, they keep talking about him going somewhere, and I just, I don't know. The thing is, is that they gave him a $20 million contract for uh, per year for two years, I think it was. Yeah. Or was it three? I think two it was years. two years. I think it was just under Verlander's deal. Yeah. And I think it just, it doesn't, I don't know if the, I think the Angels just dug themselves into a hole with that. And so, and I also think they're probably stupid to trade them. 
Um, I think they still believe that they can win uh, a wild card spot or even a West spot. And I think they want to keep him another year just to um, just to see what happens next year. So I don't I don't think he goes anywhere. Okay. What about Mad Bum? That's the same thing. It's I think see, he gets traded in the off season. That's why well, we keep hearing these two guys come up, yeah. and and everybody wants to point to a couple of teams, and I'm just like. The teams you guys are saying they're not—they can't eat up this contract, and they're not willing to pay for it. Yeah. So I don't know what—I just don't know where they're coming from on that. Um, so those were two pitchers I wanted to ask you about, and then I wanted to go over to the Pirates and talk about the Pirates. Yeah. Because uh, you got Reynolds out there. Who? Did I he sign he, a contract yet? He signed a contract that uh, would get rid of his arbitration years, or. He signed a contract uh, through his arbitration years, so he doesn't have to go through arbitration anymore. So, do you think he gets on the block for trade? No, I, I I said it last week. I think the Pirates are, I think the Pirates are close, and I think at the twenty twenty two or twenty three off season, they're going to be buyers. Really? Yeah, like heavy buyers or like buyers to complete for a wild card. I don't think they're going to go after Aaron Judge, but I think they're going to be they're going to be buyers. I think, and I mean they should be. Keep Brian Hayes, uh, Cruz, um, Brian Reynolds, uh, Vogelback is doing pretty good. I think um, there's another player who's, and they have that bullpen who's actually been that's actually been pretty good if I remember correctly. Um, or a couple I, players got- have been pretty good. I got rumors that Quintana is going to get traded. That would make sense. Um, but I don't know who he would go to um, either because um, not that his contract is bad, but um, just that I don't know if anyone would want him. Um, he's got a 333 FIP, 117 ERA plus, three, uh, 359 ERA. Not bad. He's really not. No, he's when he not. has a bad game, it's destructive. It's it's horribly bad. Um, but those are few and far between for the most part. He's got a th- one thirty one uh, whip. Um, but it's I don't know. I, it's I would see a team like I don't know it. Maybe the Padres going after him. So that's who that's who I'm I got going to him. So we're going. Do you for think? Him. Do you think uh, Frankie Montas ends up in a new home, or do you think the shoulder injury prevents him from getting traded? I think he goes to the Cardinals. Really? I think the Cardinals are going to go all in at the deadline. I'm okay. I'm serious. I know. We'll table that for tomorrow, then. Yeah. I'm gonna knock my socks off with that. That's sorry. I didn't realize that was where that was gonna go. No, no. I think yeah. I think uh, Frankie Montas is going to the Cardinals, and I think the card. I will say this. I think the Cardinals are. Um, I think the Cardinals are getting really serious right now, and I think John Mosaic is getting serious. So, but I'll, I'll we'll table that for next uh, or tomorrow episode. 
tomorrow's episode of Cardinals. Oh man, tomorrow's episode is going to be so good. Yeah. Um, right now. Um, what about? Hold on, do you think the Braves do anything at the deadline? I don't know who they need though. That's the only thing. Is they're a really complete team. Yeah, they, they have are. the best. I think they're the most complete team in baseball. Yeah, they. Yeah, I. I. Yeah, I mean, they have the best bullpen. They have a really great lineup, top to bottom. Maybe some bench bats. And I don't know Maybe. who. Um, I don't know necessarily who they would need to get for that. Um, maybe a Jock Peterson again, because I, I didn't, I don't have him on a list. But I, after I made this list, I was thinking Jock Peterson may be trading, getting traded, because uh, I think the Giants are just not caring. Um. So yeah, I think they just need a bench guy. Uh, but they have William Contreras, who's basically the backup uh, DH and catcher. And he needs to get more bats. They have Michael Harris now, who's a rookie of the year candidate, and he's only been playing for a month. So it's going to be hard. It's going to be I, – I, I don't really have a team who gets him. I had one – I had Nelson Cruz going to them for a second, and then I thought the – I don't think the Nationals would give him up to the Braves. See, I got I got Cruz going to the Mets. Yeah, well, I it's funny because I actually have Cruz going to the Phillies instead. <laughs> I keeping him in the division, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know there was rumors about the Mets going. Going and getting them, but I don't think the Nationals. I don't. I think the Nationals would be like, "Hey, screw you, Mets. Uh, you guys well, just got say. Max Scherzer." But uh, I think the Phillies. Yeah, I mean, they need a DH guy now that Bryce Harper is down, and I think Nelson Cruz. So I think Nelson Cruz, Joey Gallo, and Carlos Correa all get traded to the Phillies. That would be. Oh, awesome. we have some breaking news. We do? It's not baseball related. Evgeny Malkin just signed a four-year contract extension with the Pittsburgh Ooh. Penguins. Evgeny Malkin, um, he said he was going to test free agency. Um, he was going to break apart the, the uh, longest three-man line currently in the NHL. Um, but he has signed with the Penguins for four years at $6.1 million a year. Sorry. Well, breaking news was worth it. You guys talk about hockey stuff and I'm like okay then um oh Brandon said that um I got another you one heard it on Variety Sports Network first and where did you hear it from Variety Sports Network oh, okay yeah <laughs> um okay I'm gonna go with Wilson Contreras where are you going to put him? The Yankees. No way. They need catcher. They need a catcher. What are they going to give up to get him? They'd have to give up something. They could give up a – is it Grayson? No, not Grayson Dominguez. Uh, who's their guy? That center, that center fielder. 
um, in the prospects. Hold on. Oh, pro- oh, I have no idea. You start talking Yankees prospects, you got me beat hands down there, buddy boy. That, I, I, yeah, the Cubs are just going to want prospects from now. Um, Shoot, I know another team we should trade for. Jason Dominguez. Okay. Jason Dominguez. I know that the, I know that the Yankees are hot on him, but I think they're also trying to shoo him away. What was that? What were you gonna say? I was gonna say it's time for a, okay, uh, our next prediction to be presented by our fantastic sponsor, Row One Brand. If you haven't gone to Row One Brand, you totally need to check them out online. They are a vintage sports artwork store. They have T-shirts and coffee mugs and, like, real artwork, the stuff you put on canvas that you put in your man cave that looks really, really cool. Uh, they got everything from college football to pro football to baseball. We're talking all the way back from the 30s. If you have family or friends that are sports fanatics or you're a sport fanatic yourself and you need to do up your man cave, do up your house, um, make amends for something you've done wrong in the past or maybe a classic piece of artwork that's a sports memorabilia that you've destroyed – of your family members or friends, this would be a great place to go check it out. When you go to Row One Brand and you get pick something out of their art gallery, you take it to your shopping cart when you're at checkout, put in code VSP15, they get you 15% off any of your artwork from Row One Brand. Um, like I said, really, really cool stuff. Um, I, I can't say enough about the cool vintage work. I like vintage stuff personally. I know it's not everybody's forte like the guy over here to my right. Um, I'm like, just kidding. I was making a fact joke that you're younger than I am. That you don't, that you know, for you, vintage is the 80s. Um, <laughs> I like the 80s. I have a lot of Marilyn Monroe, and uh, I don't like sports vintage. Well, I do like sports vintage. I have a Stan Musial and a Babe Ruth ball. See, even, even this young fellow over here likes vintage sports, and I'm sure he's going to go to Row One Brand, check it out, and he's going to show you some of the cool stuff he gets. But, again, that's Row One Brand, the art gallery. Pick something out of the art gallery. Go to checkout. Put in our code VSP15. Get 15% off your order. When you do that, that lets Row One Brand know that we set you guys over there to check them out. And they just say, hey, thanks, BSN, for the support. So, again, that's Row One Brand. Go to the art gallery. Pick something out. VSP15, 15% off your order. Booyah. Okay, so yeah, uh, Wilson Contreras. Um, I have two more. I think I want to talk about. Actually, give it to more. me. Okay, Tyler Glass now. In, he's injured right now, currently recovering from Tommy John surgery. So this is a long-term plan. Yes, this is a long-term plan, and who? is thinking about long-term more than your Texas Rangers. That makes sense. Who do they give up for? I have no idea. Prospects. <laughs> prospects. It's always prospects. That would be an interesting trade. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense. Prospects for a guy who's injured who can't play. Yeah. Who's last that. year's uh, next year. Last year's next year. Um, yeah, so good job, Rangers. I wanted the Cardinals to get him, but I don't think they are. Um, and I think the Rangers would love to get him. Um, I mean, having Glass now, um, 
Jack Leiter, some of those other guys who've been doing really well for them. John Gray. Um, okay. And then one more Yankees. Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson is going to the Yankees. He's changing his pinstripes. He's going. Now, the only thing about that is earlier this year, they had the whole uh, Josh Thompson, Tim Anderson thing. Um, but I think he's a great shortstop. You have him for another year. And they need a shortstop because Isaiah Kiner-Falefa is not uh, doing well for them. Labor Torres is doing okay, but um, yeah, I don't. I just don't think that it's working out for them. So, so you know, it'd be funny. What? Donaldson for Anderson? Yeah, it would be funny, but there's no way. Uh, I but I also think they might get rid of Gla- uh, Glaber or someone to give Matt Carpenter more chances at second base. Cause I saw him play left field the other day and I thought that's never, that's never a good idea. I love Matt Carpenter, but uh, yeah. When's he coming on the show next week? No. Um, I wish I, I texted him and then he uh, signed that stupid contract with the Yankees. So I don't think he was a fan of me texting him that. You drove him to New York to where he could lose half of his paycheck every week. Yeah. Um, okay, Ian Happ. He's going to the Mets. Oh, man, you want everybody good to go to New York. It's not that I, I want it. I just think that's what – I think they need an outfielder. And who's – I mean, Ian Happ is one of the better outfielders right now he, who are on the very, trade line. very, very good. He is very and, good. And uh, and uh, what was I going to say? And Stephen Cohen, Steve Cohen wants to win a championship, and he's wanting to spend whatever he wants on it. I almost had Carlos Correa going to the Mets. I almost had Wilson Contreras, but I think I think I think Ian Happ is probably they've been wanting outfielders more than anything. I think. Can um, I get the more breaking news in on you real quick? Is it about baseball? Yep, it's baseball. Okay. Is it the, the Orioles, Orioles beat the Cubs for their ninth straight win, longest win streak since 1999, and they are now sitting at 500 on the season. Thank God. I'm um, happy for Baltimore fans, man. They need yeah. something good to cheer for because Lamar Jackson's always hurt. I need, I need, I need some of that love because I love the or not the Brewers, the Orioles. Uh, the last time they had a nine-game winning streak was when Sammy Sosa was playing for them. You didn't know that? I didn't know that until, like, earlier today. I forgot he even went and played for them. I, yeah, I only I only remembered him from with the Cubs and the Rangers. Yeah. And so, anyways, but, uh, shoot. Man. Yeah, good job, Orioles fans, Orioles players. You guys deserve it. I'm telling you guys, next year, you watch out for them. They're going to be awesome. And guess what? They're awesome now. So just you wait until next year when they're going to be dominant. Oh, my gosh, that East is going to be awesome. The Rays may be the – this may be their last raw. Um, All right. So hold on. Let's pump the brakes because okay. you just led me there. I have two topics I want to cover – or two things I want to cover. Okay. One, the East. 
Nobody's catching the Yankees. It's just not happening. Yeah. Um, so, which team in the AL East do you think, or which two teams in the AL East, if you want, I'll give you two if you need it, makes the biggest push of the trade deadline to bolster their team to make a run at the Yankees in the playoffs? Red Sox. Okay. And just and I, I'm, yeah, because I, I think the – because the Blue Jays are a good team. They have a great catcher, Alejandro Kirk, who's an all-star right now. Vladdy oh. Jr., obviously. Um, Bobochette. Espan- es- Espinal. Espinal, yep. their second baseman. Bobochette, obviously. Third baseman, Matt Chapman. Honestly, that was I think that might have been their biggest mistake. Uh, he's a great defender. Top three defenders in all of baseball. Or in at the third base uh, position, but he's just never, he doesn't have the uh, offense anymore. I don't think Um, I'll double check that, but, um, and then their outfield is pretty good. They have Springer, they have um, Teoscar Hernandez. And the last one is Gary L. Yeah. And then their DH is, I can't even think of who their DH is. But um, so what they would need is just bullpen help, and I don't think I don't think that's necessarily great for them. No, because I don't think I don't think that's going to help out there. Huh? I don't think there's a lot of bullpen help out there right now. There is a lot of bull. There is actually quite a few bullpen guys, but um, I'm talking. I don't think solid major difference makers. We're going to yeah. get them back in the race. That's what I don't think there is. Yeah, I don't think there's any bullpen guys. So I think next year they're just – I think they're just not going to be able to push too much this year. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, but speaking of the Red Sox, let me do these two. Josh Bell is going to the Red Sox. That's a good one. And Martin Perez is going to the Red Sox. Because they need starting pitching and they need a first baseman slash DH. I think that might be all my um like I, I have a mirror okay. okay who's San Diego going and getting <sighs> see that was the thing is I had Wilson Contreras going to the Padres for the longest time and then I had him going to the Mets and then I had him going to the Yankees obviously and then I had the Padres getting Nelson Cruz. Then I thought, well, the so I don't, I don't know. They, they need somebody. If they're going to make a run in the playoffs, they're going to need somebody. Yeah. I mean, they're a really, really good team. Like, here's my thing. I think the Padres are, are a better team than what their record shows. And I'm not discounting their record because they're 50 and 38. They're 12 yeah. games over 500. I'm not saying they're a bad team, but yeah. the record is bad at all. But I think they're closer to the Dodgers than what the record says they are. Uh, we'll see when Tatis gets back if that makes a difference. But they are a really good team. So here's somebody else who I think 
might get traded at the deadline. And this would be if and this would be this would have to be Padres get something out of this world for this one. Joe Musgrove. They get Joe wait. The Padres get Joe Musgrove? Trade him. They trade Joe Musgrove. For who? If, I don't I, I don't know. I'm just saying I think if if this was gonna be one of those, this is like this is my out of left field trade. Yeah. Like if something big is gonna happen, somebody's gonna come knocking down their door because they want Musgrove. Like maybe the Yankees. You know, maybe one of the other the teams that are up top who want a pitcher, Boston. They want him, so they go and they say, "Hey, here's put in X player that's that's coming to the end of the year deal, or that only has one year left on their deal, like um, like a Xander Bogart situation, or something along those lines, where it's like uh, they know they're gonna get get him traded. They know the player's gonna be traded to them, and they know that he's gonna sign an extension. One of those kind of ordeals. Okay." This is my hot. This is like my hot take out of left field prediction. This is the thing with that. Are you saying that the the Padres are going to be sellers at the deadline and try to or not caring about the playoffs this year? Or that no, you're I'm saying, just that saying they, the, the offer is just going to come in that's too good to resist. Yeah, okay. like something they just have to do it. Um, the thing with that is, he is the best pitcher on that team. Um, you Darvish has a 338 ERA. Manaya has a 409. Nick Martinez has a 373. Mackenzie Gore has a 408. And Blake Snell has a 466. Um, I just don't. I don't know. It's it's an interesting call, but yeah, like you said, they would have to get. I mean, maybe, maybe Reds guys like Luis Castillo, uh, and Malley, Tyler Molly, Tyler Malley, and Drury, or even hear me out on this one. I know we're not talking talking a lot of Cardinals tonight. Yeah, but let's say the Cardinals go, "Hey, we want him. We'll give you Mason Wynn, Burleson, Harrison Bader, Bader." And Newt Bar for him and somebody else out of their roster. I would think they would want more player-ready guys. Um, well, Newt Bar is not far away. Well, yeah. I'll, I mean, yeah. Burleson's like, not far away. Is he not? Okay. Yeah, I guess he is this year. I'm thinking they would probably up for next year, and they give him trade capital down the road if they want to get rid of Tatis or if they have to move somebody else, this gives them more options to play with. Again, far, far yeah. left field idea, but this would be one of those smacks yeah, you it, in the face that you weren't expecting it. Yeah, it's a it's a weird one, but uh, it's weird enough that it might work, actually. Um, you're like, you're crazy, Josh. Go back. Yeah, I like pizza. Oh my gosh. No more Mazzara's playing for them? I thought he retired or forced to retire. But, like, I think Eric Hosmer is going to get traded. But I don't know where he's going. Who would want him? That's the question. Well, I thought the Mets would, but I think that deal is just too far gone now. Um, 
they would, and I think this is why I think like a Madison Bumgarner, Eric Cosmer deal is not going to happen at the deadline because you need to eat the contract, and or you need to eat a lot of the contract, and I don't think teams really do that at the deadline. Maybe maybe they will this year, but um, yeah, but. Yeah, like it. Uh, here's another one: Robbie Grossman. Robbie Grossman could go to the Padres. Uh, right fielder, I believe it is. He's out uh, there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, he's having a really good year for the the Tigers. He's got a three thirteen on base. Well, who the heck? Never mind. He's not having a good year. <laughs> I thought he was. No, who's the guy who's having? For them, I must have accidentally pressed somebody. Anyways, never mind. Not Robbie Grossman. He sucks. He sucks. He's horrible. Sucks. Send him out to the. You know, we talk about the Rays. I didn't even think about um, Severino. No, not Severino. The catcher that you like, Zunino. Oh yeah, he might be get, getting dealt. Hell, Kluber might get dealt. Well, Kluber's probably going to get dealt. If the Cardinals get him, I swear to God, I'm going to riot in the streets. Oh, not my gosh. fault if it happens. Not you. I know it's not your fault, but still. It'd be like I, just, for everything. I don't want. I don't want fucking people being like, "Oh, it's the 2021 Cardinals. They got Lester, and he saved us." Lester did not save us, you jackasses. He, he just gave some consistency and ate some innings. Kevin Kiermeyer, he's a guy who could get dealt. Um, I don't know where he would go, though. There's just so many possibilities this year because there's so many teams that are in the hunt for the playoffs. This is the problem with the expanded playoff format. There's too many teams in the hunt. But it's also really cool because now people are now teams are trying. I agree with you on that, but now you, there's not as many players you can go out there and just grab because you want to grab them. Yeah, I know. That's what makes this year difficult. That's what's making this year's predicting trades more difficult because you got more teams now that can slide in at the end. So speaking of that, let's take a look at this real quick. From you know, crazy man's point of view. So in the uh, NL, Miami legitimately is still in the hunt. San Francisco and Philadelphia. I mean, Miami's only five games out of the last wild card spot. Yeah, but I just don't. I don't see them making a push at least for at the deadline. Neither do I, and I can see them trading Lopez. By the way. Yeah. But here's the best part. The Mariners have gone on a run recently. They're half game out of the playoffs. Baltimore's two games out. Cleveland's two games out. The White Sox are only three and a half games out. Hell, even the Rangers are only four games out. That's because the AL sucks. Yeah. And that's rare. It seems like it's always the NL who sucks. Like you have an entire division that's just not good. Well, I mean, you can say, you can say the same thing about the, you know. Yeah. And you also have one entire division that's above 500 in the AL. 
which yeah. is unheard of. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, this year has just been a little bit of it's, – it's, parody is the wrong word, but it, it's been a year that's just different than the norm, and it is what it is. I mean, it's cool. Like, it's definitely made – given us more to talk about. Like, I've never talked about the Orioles in my life. Yeah. They had that big call-up with the catcher. What's his name? Adley Rushman. There you go. And, uh, you know, now they've won nine in a row, and they're 500 for the first time halfway through the season and God knows how long. The Reds and the Cubs and the Pirates are all historically bad. They could all lose 100 games this year. I don't see the Pirates losing 100 games, but the Cubs and the Reds could. Oakland could. Washington could. You know. Yeah. I just – the good teams are really, really good. The bad teams are really, really bad. And you got a big chunk of teams in the middle that are mediocre. That's the best way to break this down. Instead of it being like six teams at the top, Six teams that are mediocre, a couple teams that are just subpar, and then a bunch of bad teams. I mean, it's really, really good, really, really bad, and everybody else in the middle is just pancaked together. So I just sorry, I'm talking with my hands. No, I have a, I had a thought while you were talking. Share your thought. We'll give you the screen. Yankees get Andrew Benatendi and. Salvador Perez. For what? Not much, because the Royals are trying to offload Salvi because he's getting paid $100 million in the next four years, and he's 32 years old. I think I think it's going to be uh, – I think that's an interesting idea. What do you think? They need a catcher, like I said. He's a power hitter in a short park. I mean, I, I mean, I, I can't say no to it because it makes sense. I just, I would be interested to see what they would try to shovel off. Yeah, because, like I, like I said, they're not going to have to give up much because Royals are actively trying to get rid of Salvador Perez right now. Um, not maybe not actively, but they're wanting to because of how much he's getting paid right now for right. a losing team for one of the worst teams. And I think I think the Yankees would say, "Listen, you give us Ben Attendee and we'll Salvador Perez, Perez. we'll take Perez off your hands if you eat a little bit of it, and we're going to give you some spare prospects." And I think that would be awesome for them. I think that would be awesome for both of them. Um, now, will the Yankees want to take on that kind of a salary when they're also trying to pay Aaron Judge and they have to pay Josh Donaldson? Maybe not, but still, I I I I, I kind of like that idea. Well, here here's why I like your idea. Don't the Yankees aren't the Yankees losing a ton of dudes at the end of the year? They're, they yeah they have, they have a, lot of, a bunch of expiring contracts yeah I mean Perez can handle uh, handle the rotation he'll be solid behind the plate for them defensively even with that money he can he can help keep the the rotation solid and together and and work through any of the uh, the nuances they may have next year I mean that really might that 
that for being on the spot come up of an idea that that seems not improbable to me. Yeah. Yeah, it I mean I do think that the Royals would have to eat 20 million maybe. Uh 25 20 maybe of the total. So quarter 20 million, total. yeah. 20 million of uh Salvador's contract, but I I don't think that's a big ask. Even though I just said 5 minutes ago eating contracts isn't really a trade deadline thing, but it's whatever. It's a it's a fluid situation. Every team's different. It's yeah. not for every team. Yeah. But uh yeah. Uh do you have a certain team who wins the deadline? That's just gonna have the big trade. So I feel like Houston's gonna go out and make a big trade that we didn't cover. That's the thing. I don't think they have anyone. Because remember, I don't know if you remember this, but a couple years ago, 2019, they went and got Zach Grinky, and they traded five of their top prospects to the Diamondbacks. And then that just butchered their entire um, farm system. And so now they have twenty, the 29th ranked farm system. They may be able to get some relievers but I don't that that's why I thought they were going to be dead at the they were going to be out of it this season I could just see them going out and getting somebody somehow uh, just because yeah. of where they're at and they got to compete with the Yankees uh, winners I mean I think the Yankees have to be in the talk for the winners the Mets are probably going to do something big so I would say the Mets are probably going to be looked at as winners the Dodgers are probably – I mean, everybody's in the top, I think, is going to come out looking like winners. Yeah. Of the teams that are going to be sellers, who's going to be a winner? I hope it's the Royals. Royals, yeah. Because of how much they're probably going to be selling off. I hope they get a good haul for uh, Ben Attendee and if they get rid of Perez and if they get rid of Michael A. Taylor. Um, I hope they get a good haul for those guys and it sets them up for – some hope down the road considering they got Bobby Wood Jr. and they got to rebuild that team now. Um, but it seems like the Royals are rebuilding more than they're not. So something them and their fans are used to. I think the Cubs might be winners in the as sellers. But and I know they're this okay. sounds I know this sounds biased, but I think the Cardinals, the Cardinals are going to be winners at the trade deadline. I I'm, I'm shocked to hear you say these things. I have never said these words. And I've never thought that the Cardinals were going to go out and get big guys, but I think they're going to trade for all the needs that they need or that all the things that they need. I think they're going to ride that ship. And I think they're just going to win. I think they're going to get some big guys. If they do not, I will be pissed and I will stop rooting for them this season. Not saying I'm going to be done with them forever. I'm gonna. I'm just going to say I'm going to be done rooting for them this season. So if y'all like talk Cardinals baseball after the trade deadline, I'll probably be looking for a new co-host. <laughs> yeah, right. Just for the rest of the year, for the last two months of the season. 
yeah. I, uh, I just I don't want you to expect set your expectations too high because even I don't have those expectations. Knowing that Jack Flaherty is now in the 60-day IL and he's not coming back at least until September. I know they're saying the end of August, but it'll be September um, because now they have to be precautionary. Um, Yadier Molina comes back at the beginning of August. He starts rehab. He starts playing rehab ball in July. Oh, he's so, coming back in August. Yeah, they're saying he'll be back with the team first week of August. Oh, um, he's actually so um, he said he sent out a couple things on IG today. Oh, I thought I, just, I, I thought he was coming back like this week or something. He got rehab gonna... still. Yeah. So what were you saying? I was just saying. I just don't know if the Cardinals are going to do it. I, if it's Frankie Montas, I do. That's not enough. This is just not enough. You need two starters. So, at that point, do you go get Syndergaard or do you get Mad Bum? A combination of Syndergaard, Mad Bum, Montas. Um, do you go get who's the catcher from Oakland? Sean Murphy. Go 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 get Sean Murphy. I mean, I can see that happening. Uh, I mean, I can see Bader being gone with the way Carlson's played. If only could, there was a trade idea Jesus, that was out there. Stop it. Um, I could see I could see Donovan being gone. I could see Yepes being gone. I mean, I could see a lot of trade pieces here moving. I can see the Cardinals team looking very different come the end of the trade deadline if Mo wanted to play that game. But he said in an interview this week he's not going to blow up the process to go win for one year. He said well, he hasn't won in uh, he hasn't won in eleven years. So yeah, but now they have seven of the top one hundred prospects. I think he's willing to wait it out. Well, he needs to go fuck himself if he thinks that. But yeah, he's he's, he he doesn't actually last fifteen he, minutes with that word. He hasn't. He hasn't. Uh, that's the thing is he always says that. Like he said that with um, who is it? Last year, before they got Arenado, they were like, oh, the Cardinals are just too poor to go out and get Arenado right now. We need but to... you know that deal was completely different. I know. I know. I'm just saying. I, he always he always does that thing. And then he turns around and goes and sells stuff. So he's always he always has that mindset of playing it cool and not being like, oh, we need to get guys right now. And that that is something that you need in a general manager or president of baseball, baseball operations. You need a guy who's like, "Oh, oh yeah, we're not we're we we don't need too much." But and I I don't want them to blow up the whole. Look at us. We're talking about the Cardinals. But I last thought on it. I don't want. They don't need to. They don't need to blow up the entire farm. I I'm just saying they're going to have some big trades that I don't think is going to hurt them in the long run either. Um, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, do you have anything you want to talk about? How this next three weeks is going to be insane. I think the all-star game is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. So I'm seriously looking forward to that. Speaking of the all-star game, join us the week of the all-star break on July 18th at 6:45. Logan's going to start off. Our broadcast, we're going to be live streaming the Home Run Derby. We're going to have some guests on. We're going to be talking baseball, you know, kicking it around, having a good time, having discussions. Jump on in the comments section. Tell us who you're rooting for, who you think is going to win the Home Run Derby. Then on Tuesday night on the uh, 19th, again, we're going to kick it off at 645. Logan's going to start that broadcast. I'll be jumping in 
as soon as I get the opportunity, uh, when I get home from work, we're going to live stream the All-Star game. We're going to have a bunch of guests on for that game, talking about sponsors, talking about our other shows on the network, talking about baseball. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's something that uh, we haven't done yet together. Um, we haven't done it as a, anybody in the network's done it yet. So it's going to kind of be our own Manning cast. You know, you watch on TV at home while we're watching our TVs at our home and we're going to talk about what's going on. So uh, we definitely invite you to join us in the comments section. Hit us up on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Make sure you're dropping us lines so we can get back to you guys. So please come join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's not going to be structured at all. This is going to be – it's almost going to be like a roundtable. We'll just kind of hang out and chit-chat about what's going on. So we look forward to having you guys join us for the uh, Home Run Derby and then the next night for the All-Star Game. Do not ever say that we are the – baseball versions of Manning cast again ever we will not we will not be as good as Peyton and Eli I'm not trying to say that but we will oh, be better no, than I'm just and A-Rod. I'm just t- yeah we're definitely gonna be better than K-Rod podcast yeah, K-Rod, there you go. That. um yeah so we got some big things coming Monday I think we're pretty much set um I need to get some games together I got some I think uh we're gonna do a trivia game I don't know if that's 100% sure, certain, um, but... I'm looking forward to it. I want to play. Yeah, I think uh, Brandon is going to test some stuff out with us, our CEO. Um, I have some other podcasters coming on, I, I believe, as of right now. Yes, they have been confirmed. But, um, yeah, so we're uh, we're looking good. And we're going to have a special guest. Anyways. But um, I think that's going to be it for us tonight. Yep. See you tomorrow, Wednesday, same bat time, same bat channel. I believe 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock, 9.30. 9.30. tomorrow morning or to tomorrow night. I'm not even up at 9.30. Just kidding. You're, right. um, <laughs> You're not. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to be f- having fun. And but yeah, so tomorrow we're gonna go, we're gonna go really in depth on the Cardinals, who they they need to get and who they should, who they can get, uh, give up. So it's gonna be really detail oriented. I have an awesome monster trade idea. That the more I think about it, especially oh, before we go, do you think Juan Soto goes anywhere this uh, deadline, or do they wait till the off season? I don't think he goes to the Cardinals. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. That was a big tease that came out, and it super made me mad because all of a sudden I got really, really excited, and as soon as my brain started thinking about it, I was like, that ain't happening. That was a total tease. It could happen, but yeah. It was like uh, a pretty girl in high school who you know, needs help on her homework, and she knows you're good in the class, so she gets you to help her with her homework, and you don't even get a kiss goodbye when she's done with you. That's what that was. Wow. That sounds like uh, some bad trauma that happened to you. Yeah. That that sounded a little too real right there. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, so tomorrow we're going to have fun. Uh, we're not going to be talking about Juan Soto. But anyway, did you, do you think he gets traded at the deadline, or do you think he gets traded in the offseason? Offseason. Offseason? Unless there's a big package that comes in from somewhere. Like I'm talking massive pa- package, ton of big prospects. 
which means there's only three or four teams that can put that kind of prospect list together um, to get Soto. And then, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Shut up. Um, <laughs> He's getting too excited. He's trying to that would, <laughs> Shut up. But that would also mean that wherever Soto goes, he has to be okay with going there and then signing an extension. So it's, it's going to be a lot of moving pieces if that happens uh, before the deadline. That's why I think it will happen in the offseason. Uh, I think there's going to be too much negotiation that's going to need to go on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the offseason. Uh, besides the Cardinals, obviously, because I just want them to. I see the Padres or the Dodgers. Maybe Baltimore. even the Mar- maybe the Mariners. Yeah, the Baltimore Orioles could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he wouldn't have to move far. Yeah, right. That's like a 30-minute drive. I know they're close. Yeah. But uh, anyways, okay. Well, we will see you tomorrow um, with, yeah, Cardinals Chronicles. As always, every Wednesday. Friday, we'll obviously have our news episode. And then Monday, Tuesday, we will be having our all-star game and home run derby. Uh, watch along, so be sure to join that. We'll have That's guests. Cool. What's we'll have... the watch along? I like it. Yeah, it's not reactions. I don't know where you guys got reactions. You guys are too old or something. That's all but... I can come up with. I know. And I've oh. had it on the screen for a week and a half, and you're just now telling me. I've Shame been saying watch alongs this entire time. Don't even start with me. Whatever. See, we spent the whole episode and we haven't even argued, and now you have to fucking do this shit. Anyways, okay. Um, because you're like a girlfriend, can't get rid of me or the stench. <laughs> Live long and watch some damn baseball. Bye, Felicia's. Adios, guys. Oh, here comes the awkward part where you know we can't even leave. Ooh, look Still at no that. music, but we can leave out. Still no music. In the broadcast, Josh. Hurry up. Hurry up, Josh. <laughs> <laughs>